Alright guys, welcome back to the channel. Listen, this episode has been highly requested. You guys keep hitting us, yo, we want to see more of the inside Nelk stories. We want to hear more from the people that are a part of Nelk. Alright, if you ask for it, we get the fucking job done, alright? Aaron Steinberg, Steiny, the Steininator, Young Steiny, fucking... Sir Steinberg. <laughs> Sir Steinberg. We got him. You yep. want him, we got him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big EP. Let's get the fuck, let, yo, I'm not even gonna just keep talking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into this episode, let's go. They know that I go flip mode when I bust the rhymes. Man's on a different thing, man, I told him a hundred times. I did a bunch of crimes, and none of them were done for the vine. So you can take that bullshit and stick that where the sun don't shine. The summer's up, it's about to get real cold. Late nights in the studio with the bros. Welcome back to the NBH Podcast. Money buys happiness. Guys, before we get into this episode, you know what you gotta do. Like, subscribe, do the fucking duties, comment, this, that, whatever. Yo, we got a fucking EP that you guys have been asking Yo, for. Y'all wanted up. it. Y'all wanted it. We read the comments, we see what you guys want, we try our best to make it happen, and today we are making it happen. Alright? We got the man, the myth, the legend. What's good? Mr. Steiny I'm flattered. Was on, Sir Steinberg. <laughs> I'm flattered. How, how many comments? Dude, too many. Too to many. Really? Straight up. Straight Before up. or after Gabe? No, no. It's been happening. Oh, nice. Like just throughout the whole time. Dude, I've been waiting to get on here. You guys for, have for fucking real, Gabe hey? on before me. It's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's just a scheduling thing. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, yo, um, get Steiny on, get Steiny on, get Steiny on. So nice. No, Gabe's, the Gabe's was a heater too, though. That was good. Yeah. Everyone loved that one. I haven't watched the whole thing. It's hard for me to watch him for that yeah. long. But um, <laughs> I've seen clips, bro. And it's yeah. he's funny. Gabe's funny. And like, yo, he his works hard. He's crazy too. Yeah, yeah. We bring up Target sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, we were in um, Asia just now, yeah, and the guy's fucking sitting there, and we're talking about like how crazy this trip has been because we were fucking partying there. Yeah, and Gabe just goes, "Dude, like the Target happy hours. We used to go up to the mountains with a bottle, and we were like, dude, are you are you serious <laughs> right now? Fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah, we we're just like, bro, are you like even Kyle's like, dude, are you really trying to compare that to what we're doing yeah. right now? It was it was hilarious. So. Well, yeah. talking about come-ups, we definitely want to know about yours. I know a lot of people know who you are now. Yeah. But we want to go way back um, and just see that. We, we like to see people's come-ups, you know? And, and um, I think based on what, what we currently know, and obviously we watched some pods and stuff like that that you were on, um, got, a, got a sick come-up, bro. So maybe, maybe bring us back to, like, when you were a kid, you know, and, and how life was, like, how, how your family was, how your environment was, what you were doing at the time. Yeah, like how far? What what age? Man, what, whenever you think is old, <laughs> whenever you think is a good place to start with. Where, did, you know? where does everybody else start at? I mean, like I was eight's like too young. Usually it's like teen, like, like, yeah, like high school experience. I think yes. I, I mean, Mickey started what eleven? That's just because he was selling he drugs, was doing drugs. Yeah, at 11, so he had a reason to start at eleven. So yeah, whenever that you guy, think, the gambler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. said he started drugs at eleven. He started drugs at eleven and started selling them at twelve. He was snorting at yeah. What was he doing at what was he doing at eleven? Like weed? No, he was snorting like the hard shit. Yeah. Yeah, Anyways, I'm calling Cap. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. You, when you sit down with him, old? Like, yeah, when you sit down with him, like he's not, he's not like you look into his eyes and he's not capping, bro. Fuck, I mean, yeah, that's fucking tats, young as hell, you know. bro. <laughs> so like, it doesn't have to be I wasn't 11. Doing that at 11, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> but maybe like maybe when um you know you started to maybe realize things that you like doing, things that you're inspired by, uh, maybe like maybe when you were in school, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I grew up in Colorado in Denver, just south of Denver, so like 20 minutes south of Denver. Um. My brother, my sister, my parents. Um, You're the oldest? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I was probably like 14, going to high school, just normal kid. Um, that's when I, that was my first year in high school. My family had just moved into a new school district. Okay. So I like had to be one of those kids that goes new into kid. shit, like new kid, yeah. like whatever, uh, which wasn't that bad. Like I made friends quick. Okay. But um, 
Yeah, man. I went. Our high school had forty five hundred people, Holy so it was fucking fuck. really big. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, it's called Cherry Creek. It's in um, it's in Denver, um, and I mean, I I I had a good time. But like, dude, high school is like a tough place too. Of yeah. course, when it's of that course. big, there's just so many fucking. It shouldn't be that big, straight up. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like a little college, bro. Like a private college. Yeah. Um, and it was whatever. I mean, I like I started like drinking and smoking like sophomore year, and uh, just kind of fucked around, honestly. Yeah. Were you like into sports or anything? Like, were you yeah, doing? Yeah. Um. So I played like for fun, like recreationally, basketball, then oh. played for the school, lacrosse, and tennis. Yeah. So and at that point, did you like, like, did you have an idea, like, what you wanted to do? Dude, I had no idea. Okay. Never Fair. crossed my mind. Just going with the flow. My goal in high school was always get to college. Yeah. Okay. How about, like, your environment? Was anyone like, oh, you should be, you should do this. You should be this. Yeah. My whole life, bro. Yeah, for real. So, eh? yeah. I mean, my, people know that my dad's, like, a lawyer. So okay. he's a criminal defense attorney. Sick. So he does, he does really well. Yeah. Um, and so like there was just pressure from him that a lot of pressure from him and then, uh, just to be successful or do what he's doing, uh-huh. you know, which honestly, it kind of fucked me up. Yeah. Uh, and then like probably junior or senior year, my parents started going through it. They got divorced okay. and our family kind of just like split. Yeah. And so it was, it was really fucking bad timing and pretty weird. So that's why you were in high school. Yeah. While I was in high school. Damn. Um, which I mean that that shit it happens. happens a lot, bro. Yeah, it happens it's to common. Everyone it happens, happens. But I realize too, like there's some that are like are good, and there's some that are like there's levels to it. Yeah. Was it was, you know? was yours bad? Like was yeah, it, was it was really bad because it was really really unexpected and like okay. it, I don't know, it just divided our family a little bit. You know, yeah, it makes sense. So uh, so then that goes down, and then I was just like, fuck this, I'm gonna get to college and not give a fuck about whatever. You know, what just happened? focus on myself yeah. and yeah. like yeah. That's, which is the best thing to do. Which to is what honest. you're doing yeah. when you leave the house for to go to school. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I went to CU Boulder, which is like fucking probably 40 minutes from my, where I grew up. Okay. But it feels like you're in a different state. Like it's not one of those like yeah. drive home, whatever. Um, freshman year, fucked around completely. <laughs> yeah. uh, sophomore year, picked it up. But I mean, I, I partied a lot in college. Yeah, like yeah. I, I just never wanted to, at that point, never wanted to think about what was next because I was so scared that like... It wasn't like gonna. Be I wasn't the gonna right be thing. successful, or like I wasn't gonna like yeah, be the when right the fa- thing. When your family kind of split, did that pressure come off you after? Like the, oh, it the- made more pressure on wow. me because then it was like fuck. Like if anything happens with my my bro, my sister, like I gotta help take care of them. Yeah, type the older thing. sibling. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's a lot of pressure, man. At yeah, that age. So at yeah. that point, you're in school though. But like, what? Like, are you there for anything important? Like, what do you what do you well, taking? That, like, I was taking. So I was a history major. Okay. Which is kind of like call like a prequel to if you go to law school. Okay. It's a little. It's usually business, political science, or history. Yeah, okay. So I just took history and, like, not until, like, my junior or senior year, I really, like, was like, okay, dude, you got to fucking get your grades up and really focus if this is what you want to do. And it just wasn't something I wanted to do at all, bro. Yeah. It's something where everybody else wanted me to do that. Yeah, yeah, fine. And it yeah. made me fucking hate it, to be honest. That's with what you. happens, though. Like, the more you're pushed towards something, you just, you just despise it. it after. Yeah, I was like, just, dude, like, let me do my thing. Like, yeah. I don't care what you think I should do. Yeah. There was a lot of people telling me all the time, and it just fucking, it started to drive me crazy. So at that point, like, are you are you at that point realizing maybe I want to try this, maybe I want to try that? Like, when do you when do you start breaking away from that? Ah, uh, honestly, dude, I just disregarded it. Yeah, like, I would just <laughs> tell people like, yeah, bro, that's what I'm gonna do. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. just so I'd be like, yo, f- a nice way of being like, fuck off. Bro. Yeah, like, fair, fair. Stop you asking, know? kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and so. That, that probably like when I said my junior year, I, I started to get into like gambling too. All right. And so I started playing poker, a lot of online poker, 
And then just like betting on games and stuff. And that was something that like my, my dad, and I think maybe even his dad, like had always like played cards or some shit. Cause like when I was, when I was 11 or 12, like that's when I started playing like Jim Rummy, Jim Rummy, um, Texas Hold'em, Omaha, pineapple. Like I learned every game. You've been getting me for a while. (laughs) Yeah. No, but like uh, 11, 12 is when I learned how to just play cards. Okay. Okay. And your family taught you that. Yeah. Sick. And then, um, when I was about, you know, that like 18 or I was probably like 19, 20, I started like actually like playing picking it up. Yeah. 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 Cause you always play like, I don't know if you're playing like the apps where you could play for fun. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> of course. It's still Easy. fun. Yeah. yeah but and then you're like, all right, fuck, I'm going to start actually playing for money. It's gotta be real goes. money. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear you. Okay. So do, do you graduate school? Mm-hmm. Okay. You finished. Yeah. I finished in four years. Dope. Okay. Congrats, bro. Yeah. Thank you. It's a big accomplishment for me. <laughs> for real. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. And then after I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, now you had this, the, the history, um, yeah, diploma so or like, degree. Yo, dude, law school or teacher, like that's it. Pretty much. Yeah. What the fuck else are you going to do? So what was that next move? You graduate, you get your fucking papers. All right. I said, yo, fuck all this. <laughs> I'm playing poker and I'm figuring this out. Damn. And so started playing in like cash games in, uh, in Colorado okay. and showing up. And then I found a bigger game and uh, kind of started setting those up and playing in those okay. games. Yeah. So, so you set up your own games, like low-key. So, yeah, I would just, like, set them up and then, like, put them together, and then we would have a game twice Lit. a week. Okay. So I did that for two years after college and, like, just fell in love with it. Was that your only way you were making money? No, or were no you I, I had a 9-to-5, too. Yeah, what Damn. were you doing? Uh, I did uh, multiple different things. So I have a Worked for AEG, okay, which is like an entertainment company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Live Nation competitor. Okay. okay. So they put concerts on at all the venues in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. I did operations for them for six months and then quit. Worked at a real estate firm for about a year. Okay. And I just, dude, I just fucking, I couldn't find anything I like enjoyed doing, bro. And something that I think that people are wrong about that was different for me is people are always like, dude, you have to be there for a year or you really got to just grind it out and tough it out. And my attitude was like, yo, if I don't like this, then yeah. fuck that. I'm not going to waste any more time and find something else. Which I think is the, like, is a smart way. No to one yeah. says that. No, no one, one wants one to tells, say that. No one tells yeah. you that because they want like to scare you. And yeah. it's like, dude, just the whole time that I would be at one of those jobs, I would still be working on something just in case it didn't work out. Yeah. So I could go right into something else. And like six months is enough time to figure out yeah. if you like something. That's actually more than enough 100%. Time. It, it, might, it might only take you like two, to be honest. I honestly like saw that somewhere, like one of those like motivational things, but somebody said that and it like hit different for me. And I was like, yeah, this guy's right. Like why waste your time? People will get caught up in something for three or four years and be like, yo, I'm so unhappy. Yeah. And then they actually stay because they're like, okay, well, what am I going to do now? Exactly. Yeah. Which is, so if long. you think about it, it's kind of wild. So you're like an entrepreneur too. Yeah, I mean, thing. I guess, yeah. <laughs> the, the hosting of the games but, and but stuff. The hosting of the games actually outweighed any job I'd done, and I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. And so it that also probably made me not as focused on my 9-to-5s. Yeah. Fair. So was there a point where you stopped with the 9-to-5s in general and just said, I'm going to focus yeah. on Yeah. Probably when I was, like, 23. So probably, like, when, they, when I'd been in the game for, like, two years. Yeah. And then I was just like, dude, I'm dead. Because... Uh, there were times when the game would go from like 6.30 p.m. to 7 or 8 a.m. Yeah. And then I would go straight to, I did it in college a little bit, so I'd go straight to school or I'd go straight to my job and I'd just be like, yo, this is even more miserable. And I can do better from the games than I can from this fucking shitty job. I think that's when people realize it, when their side hustle like, yeah. over, like you know, overcomes their, their say, 9 to 5, they're just like, nah. Exactly, 100%. So that's that, at what age did that happen for you? Like 23. Yeah. 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 And so I was just like, fuck this, and uh, just focused on the game, and then 
that was when I was at my real estate job, quit my real estate job, was doing the game, and then I was, like, actively looking on my next thing. Okay. And so I picked up, like, the LSAT, which is the test to get yeah, into yeah. law school. I was like, all right, I'm committing to this. Didn't want to at all, but that was, like, a point in my life, and I think it's common for people when I was 23, like, you're you're kind of – from outside perspective, like you're, everybody thinks you're supposed to have figured out yeah. at 23. Yeah. And looking you know? back now, when you're 23, it's like, no, bro, <laughs> that's crazy. what. And I meet 23 year olds. I'm like, dude, you're at your first or second job. Like, chill, bro. You got yeah. a lot Which of time. Is a good mindset. That, like, how did you even have that mindset? Because when I was 23, I was like, yo, like I gotta figure my shit out. Like yeah. a lot of people do. No, that's so how, how did I you felt. Even have that mind, like to get out of that. Because um, you had this confidence to you too, where you're like leaving jobs if you didn't like it right off, right off the bat. Well, no, that's that's what it was, bro. It was yeah. because I'm like. I'd be there for six months and I'd be like, okay, I'm not progressing like I should or like I'm not at the point that I want to be happy here, yeah. so I'm done. So it was like that pressure of like get successful very quick Yeah, was just like driving me crazy too. <laughs> and then so you say at this point you're looking for your next uh, like your next thing. Well, yeah. So I'm taking – I took the LSAT yeah. uh, to get into law school. It was a you have to, don't you have to study for like a year? Yeah, I studied for like six months. Holy fuck. It was fucking brutal, bro. Took a Kaplan. There's like a – Famous like study program did Kaplan classes like it was fucking brutal, bro. And I was so miserable there. Like this, bro. Yeah, I know. It's huge. People that study it, they're just like textbooks. Like it's just dumb, bro. And I'm gonna tell you something too because I used to go in and see like in a courtroom because I did it a few times to see like shadow the. You want to see what it is before you commit to going to school for three years? Like, all right, what the fuck's this actually about? Yeah. And bro, there's these guys that are really, really smart right, that probably scored almost perfect scores on their LSAT, but they can't socialize. They can't talk. So there's these guys that are, like, defending somebody for a fucking, you know, robbery or murder or something, but they can't articulate to the jury, Yeah, which is, like, 12 random people. Which is, like, the most important part. Which is the most important part. So I always thought, like, you know what, I might not get the highest score, but I can do that part, and Mm -hmm. that part's pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then that's what made me go take the test. Um, oh, you actually took the test? Yeah, I took it. Okay. Um, the school that I wanted to get into, CU, didn't get into. Okay. Which fucking hurt. Put me down bad. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Fair. I was drinking uh, for yeah. a couple weeks every night. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no I, uh, it was definitely like a punch to the face. And it was like more of an embarrassment, too. Because mm. everybody's like, everyone oh, knew we were studying. You should be getting in there. Yeah. Like, you know, like, look at who you're around like you know what i mean like you should be going to this school you should be going straight to the firm all this bullshit who were you hanging around with at that point like who was your friend just group? the game i have i had i had like one or two close friends that okay. i didn't really see but yeah. it was just the game and then dude i was just like so focused on myself dialed in yeah i was just like and and that's the other thing is in denver especially when you when you go to school there a lot of people just move back and you kind of hang out with that same group that you've yeah. been hanging out with since high school and I couldn't do that anymore. Well, yeah. a lot of people outgrow that, to be yeah. honest. Like, when, once you start deciding that you're going to take a different path than the people around you, yeah. like, it's obvious that you're going to stop seeing them and stuff like that. I, th- I think that happens to almost everyone that decides, like, I'm going to do what I want. Oh, hell yeah. You know? Um, and that's, yeah. I, I think that's a trap, too, that some people fall into is mm. they're like, well, these are my friends. Yeah, it's like, a, I don't want to say it's like content, but it's more just, it's more no, just it's like, comfort. it's comfort, it exactly. Yeah. So they just hang out with the same people, and it's like, my attitude was like, dude, we could... I you could move and try something new and, yeah, really, like, try and do something special. And well, I don't think that's going to happen here. Like, the way you were trying new things at that, at that rate. Yeah. Like, you know, like, that's that, you're going to figure out what you like very quickly at that point. Yeah. Right? So, and I think you started figuring it out, right? So, you took the LSAT. You didn't get in. Mm-hmm. What's, your mind, what's your mindset at that point? Dude, I was down so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, like, felt defeated. 
was really I was pretty depressed at that point because while I'm taking that LSAT and while I'm like getting ready to go I'm telling people like what I'm doing and they're all like dude you're gonna you're crush hyped. it like yeah, yeah. you know what <laughs> so I mean? you felt like you let people you're down you're gonna get in with the breeze type <laughs> shit. yeah <laughs> failed yeah, and then get I get in. that letter and I'm like fuck I didn't get in I'm like on like holy <laughs> shit How what am I gonna tell say people? yeah <laughs> there's 50 people out there that are telling me yo i can't wait for you to get started and i'm just like holy shit i can't yeah uh so i was down bad for like probably three weeks to a month but then okay. you just fucking you piss, gotta snap piss me it. off bro yeah. and i was just like i don't give a fuck it's like a chip on your shoulder you mo- motivation yeah. too once you get over the bullshit and then you're like you know what fuck this it was like a more like i'm gonna prove these guys wrong and like because i take it personal yeah yeah you know so which is like which would that's actually very underrated everyone's like yo don't take shit personal but if you're actually fucking grinding for something oh, yeah. and you know what you want and you're a competitive person, you it's it's in you. You take shit personal no matter what. Hell like, yeah. Small things, big things, whatever. So that's that's very underrated. I think I think it's actually and good. You have to, to catch an shit. L too. You have to catch an L to figure that out yeah, too. No, but I think you yeah. gotta take that shit yeah, personal yeah. to be honest. Because if you're actually trying to just do better in life altogether, you take shit personal, it's gonna motivate you to keep doing oh, yeah. better. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. And that that's a great point. I'm glad you said that. And I think more people should take shit personal. Yeah, I agree. Turn that Anger into fucking motivation. So, okay, so you take that shit personal. You don't get in three, four, yeah. or three, four weeks of just, like, shitting on yourself in a way. Yeah. What's the next step from there? So, I'm still just doing the game. Okay. And then I had a my college roommate worked at Amazon Okay. in Seattle in the headquarters. Seattle. And he was just, like, a sales rep, but, like, he was making so much money. And he was, like, 23, right? Or he was 22, I think. A year, he's a year younger than me. And he's the funniest fucking kid ever. Had, like, a a cousin or whatever that was high up like yeah <laughs> pretty like easy way in. and he's like yo i'm gonna refer you and so he refers me to this job and like their shit's crazy bro like they got a crazy operation yeah. i felt it felt like i was trying uh, applying to work at spacex like it's a <laughs> it's that it's serious a, eh? so you you go through one um uh skype interview and then once you pass the skype interview they fly you to the headquarters and it's a seven hour interview oh it's seven rounds of one hour with seven different people oh my i was gonna say how are you doing seven hours Seven, seven yeah. people, one, one hour each. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. And what they're, they're, they're asking you different things each person. It's all like scenarios. It's like, so give me a time oh. when. Oh, which is the worst fucking yeah. question. And it's like, yeah, and it's like, dude, I've just prepared for a month for this. Like, and you think you have it all there, and then when you get there, you just, just blank you, out. Yeah, you just blank out. Yeah. But I, I thought I did pretty well. Okay. And then two weeks later, Got hey, the call. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there was another candidate that we like more than you. Uh, yeah. Damn, and then, bro. yeah, at that point, it's just like. On top of the roof at the house, like, no, I'm just kidding. But I mean, like, you were trying though. Oh, you were trying I tried to, really it's hard. Not like you just bro. locked yourself in your room and said, "Okay, no. fuck the, fuck the no. world, bro." I just kept trying with different shit, like, yeah. And then after that one, you, I, I legit felt hopeless, bro. I was like, yeah. "What the fuck's gonna happen? Like, what is gonna happen in my life?" And so, two weeks later, it's the third or Wednesday before Thanksgiving. My brother and my sister live in L.A. And I said, yo, fuck this. I'm moving what to L.A. What are you doing out there? They both worked out here. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going, staying at my brother's house, sleeping on the couch. I'm moving to L.A. I'm going to try something different and fuck all Colorado stuff. Like, it's not working for me. Yeah. I mean, and you tried your best at that point. Yeah, I tried my best. Yeah. yeah. And so that day, bro, the day I'm about to fly to L.A., my, my whole plan was to just go stay there for like a week or two and then casually just kind of like move in. Like, I had a few people I knew out there that were going to help me out. Um and so that day, uh, my, my boy hits me up and he's like, yo, I'm going to go, I'm going to the gym if you want to come. And he's one of the guys that played poker, right? Okay. 
so we're going and we're 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 honestly shooting hoops like there's a basketball court and he's like hey i'm gonna let you know my buddy this producer bz is his nickname his name is brian zurif he does like um the match if you've ever seen the match where like tom brady plays aaron Rodgers in the golf yes 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 that's his thing and he uh produced ray donovan another show on hbo so he's friends with the guy i'm playing with and the guy i'm playing with goes i want to let you know right before you got here my friend called me and he works with this dude bob menry and I was like, okay. who the fuck is Bob Menery? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is Bob Menery? He's like, he's this up-and-coming guy. He's a huge podcast. Um, what he year does voiceovers. this at? Well, like, what, what? This was two and a half, three years ago. Okay, okay. okay. So Bob had just started Ripper Magoo's the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, he's ta- telling me about him, and he's like, I think it'd be a good opportunity for you. And the guy that I was with, I like really trusted, and he kind of like was helping me out and looking out for me. And so shout out that guy for real. Yeah, his name's Peter Jennings. He's a shout legend. Out Peter Jennings, yeah, bro. He's a total legend. And just so you know, like he he's a DFS player, okay. and he holds the record for most money won in one day on a NFL day. Come on, yeah, Fuck. yeah. So he hit really big there right okay. when it was started. Okay, that's how he's kind of involved in like the the gambling the gambling scene. world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so he's like, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna connect you. I think you can like make me look good, make yourself look good. Just take it serious. Okay. And so I fucking get on my flight. Right before I get on my flight, I talk to that Brian Zurif guy, the producer, and he's like, yeah, Bob wants to meet you next Wednesday. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm coming out here. That's a week from today. Got time to chill and, like, figure out who this guy is. And so on the plane, I listened to, like, two or three of his podcasts. And, like, that was pretty much it. Like, he had just done the Shaq one, and he actually had just done Kyle and Steve. Oh, sick. And so I land... And I get texts. I'm in a group text now with Bob and just firing texts. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck. He's this firing guy's, them. Yeah, I was like, this guy's kind of wild. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yo, bro, like, I'll see you next Wednesday. Looking forward to it. He's like, nah, fuck that. Let's, let's meet tonight. Okay. And so I had just got there, bro. Okay. And that's Bob. Like, he gets excited. I don't even know. It's yeah, ADHD. Yeah. And he's like, yo, let's do this right now. And you had a plan to just chill for a week. Yeah. And, and I was like, yeah. holy shit, yeah. dude. But like, hey, yeah. take, take it where it comes. Yeah. And so... uh what was it like when you first met Bob? So he texted me and he goes, yo, come to this bar, Goal. And Goal is owned uh, by Kevin Connolly. Okay. Who's E from Entourage, if you've seen the show, yeah, of course. Yeah. And him and Bob were doing the Ripper Magoose together. And so I walk in. It's my first day in LA, bro. And I, <laughs> no plan. Never been before. Never been. No plan. Fucking just like, yo, I'm going to try and work out here. I walk in this bar and... Uh, it was kind of weird, but I put on an Ari- I had an Aria Las Vegas shirt, okay. and I put on the Aria Las Vegas shirt, like a collared shirt. Yeah, and I walk in and I see there's Bob and Kevin in two absolute smoke shows, right? <laughs> Just rockets. chicks that you don't see in Denver. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like these are. Hot ass. Like and you're like I like LA. <laughs> I was just more like shocked. I was like, "What yeah. the fuck is this?" Yeah. So Bob steps away from the uh, that booth, and me and him go sit at a bar table for maybe five minutes. He's like asking me like, "Yo, do you uh, do you want a drink?" And I'm like, "Dude, this is a, is this like an interview? Like, what is this?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought I was like, "This is a test." Like, he's yeah. testing me, and it's just like, "No, nah, he's just trying to drink with you, bro." Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you were like, "No, nah, no, no drinks or some shit." Yeah. I, wanna, okay. I was like, "Yo, this guy's definitely testing me. Like, he's he's smarter than I think he is." Like, that was your PTSD <laughs> I, from the Amazon interviews, yeah. the seven hour one. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, yeah, no, this guy's this guy's a genius, man. So I didn't know him or anything about him yet. Yeah. I didn't know he like was like that and drank like that. So, uh, he, me and him talked for like five minutes. He saw my Aria shirt, started talking about Vegas gambling, which he's, he's a gambler. So we hit it off that way. And, uh, he all, of course hits me with the, 
all right, yo, dude, so we got, like, five or six other candidates coming in. Like, you know, this is a very, Classic. very high, like, demand position. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Definitely didn't meet with anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> and you knew that right off the bat, too. Text me 20 minutes later, like, yo, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, what's up, bro? Like, bro, I was just with you. Yeah. I was like, yo, what's up? He's like, so should we do this? And I'm like, what do you mean, <laughs> dude? Me. Like, yeah, you're supposed to hire me. Yeah. And uh, he called me. He's like, all right, yeah, yeah, let's do this, bro. I want you to be at my place uh, in Santa Monica at uh, 9 a.m. tomorrow. Send me the address. I was like, yeah, I'll be there. It's like 11 p.m., maybe maybe midnight. Bob Mennery text. Yo, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up, bro? He's like, do you know where I can get a couple of Adderall, like Zaps? Yeah. And I was like, dude, I just moved here. No idea. And uh, he just kept firing, like, no, all good. But, like, if you could find him, that'd be great. Like, for tomorrow, like, I have to do my B-dubs reading, like, whatever. And, uh, bro, honestly, I, that was, like, the first time where I felt like, dude, this is pressure. You got to get it done. Yeah. Okay. So I hit up everybody I knew in Santa Monica like a psycho. <laughs> and my friend gave me one. I love that, though. Yeah, it was, like, 2 or 3 a.m. Pulled up to my friends, and he gave me one. And I, I pulled up at Bob's at, like, 8.39. Gave it to him. And, like, at that point, he was, he like, he was like, dude. I love you. Yeah, this yeah. guy's legit. Not not because he, he was like, dude, the fact that you would do whatever to get that task done. Yeah. And that's kind of like. Which is not like a normal task no, was, for someone. No, it was random. You know? It was crazy. And like there's some people that might have taken that the wrong way. Yeah. But I didn't really take it as like, yo, this is crazy. I took it as like, yo, this is what he needs. I got to do it. Just get it done. Yeah. 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 And like seeing, seeing Kevin Connolly and seeing those two girls in the back of my head was just like, yo, You're there's like, really yeah. got to be something here, bro. Yeah. This guy's doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. And so got it for him that day. And then. uh that day, dude, me and Bob hit it off, and we just fucking worked together for like a year, and it was it was some of the best times of my life. Yeah, like, tell us about some of your experiences with Bob. I mean, right, r- like right out of the gate. Yeah, he fucking. I don't know if this was like his thing, but I think he kind of wanted to like show me he was the man too. Okay. Okay. So those girls from Goal were always rolling with us. Like, nice. we're going to catch. Five, six nights a week. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just every night. If we, if, if, if we didn't go there, we went to Craig's, which is another like bougie spot down the street. And so we were just going out every night. Like, I was, we were like, probably meeting so many people too. At the meeting same time. a lot of people. Yeah. And it was really cool for me. And something that he always had me like a test for me is anytime we went there, because you, you will see like athletes or whatever influencers there anytime you go pretty much. Yeah. And he would like literally grab me and go, yo. Go up, introduce yourself to them, and bring them over to meet me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so you would, you would think like like because it's a celebrity, it's like oh don't don't act like no don't dude. even say nothing to them like leave them alone kind of thing. He, yeah. He did the opposite. He he did the opposite and like because he didn't care like yeah. he wanted to meet everybody. But yeah, that's yeah. how he would put me on put pressure on me. He was like yo can you get this done or not? Yeah. And so I had to get really comfortable really quick to like approaching people. Which is like a hard thing. Which is hard. Learn, yeah. How are you approaching these guys though being like, hey, that's Bob Menry over there and he wants to meet you? Like what's the- I just wouldn't give a fuck, bro. Yeah. And you it depended can't. on the person. I would just walk up to him, tap him up and be like, Hey, my buddy over here, Bob Menry, just interviewed Shaquille O'Neal yesterday. We were with him. He's a big fan of you too. He wants to meet you and show him his Instagram. Yeah. And like people mm. at that point. Like you could it was that. the same, but you could do that, and it, like Bob would have three mil or whatever on the gram, and they'd be, "Whoa, who is this dude?" Yeah, fair. You know? it made it, it made it a little bit made easier. it interesting. Yeah, so they were like more curious. 
Okay. And then, like, obviously with the chicks, like, when he had me go up to two smoking hot chicks or one girl, like... <laughs> that must be, like, you were, like, fuck. 3M was, yeah, but it was say less, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll come it. take a shot right away. <laughs> so you think we're... Leave their date and come fucking the bar with Bob, like... <laughs> no, come yeah. on. No, that I didn't happen, imagine. but no, they no. probably would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You think, like, working with him, like, really helped your confidence in a way then? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are, are you telling people at that time, like, hey, like, I'm Bob Menery's assistant? Like, what's the title? Is there any, like... No, I mean... Bob also, like, puts everything that he does on his phone, right? Fair, fair. So I had friends from back home and just people I knew around that would just see me in their in his stories. And, like, that's how people started to find out. But, but I mean, like, what I did. Is that what you're asking? Or are you asking, like, what I would tell people when I approached them? No, I, I mean, I guess a little bit of both. Like, even, like, your fam and, and maybe people that from yeah, your past. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, if I would introduce myself, I'd always say, like, it's it's way cooler to say yo I'm like his right hand guy yeah something okay, like true. that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, like I'm that. his assistant man yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. okay why like, why are you talking to me and not him <laughs> yeah because yeah, people true. people react like that yeah. it's yeah. an ego yeah. thing yeah that's and you're true you're in LA too so it's like yeah I get that so what would be like the biggest thing you took from your role with Bob mm, that's a good question probably that bro probably just yeah. dude don't give a fuck and just be confident and yeah. go into any scene and just be yourself. And just, like, what that guy's his greatest talent besides his voice. And he is, like, bro, he's the funniest motherfucker. Like, when I tell you that, too, because I lived with him for a year. Yeah. And so there's a lot that people don't see. And he's not trying to be funny. He's just, like, Bob. Just him. Just who he is. Like, I tell people when COVID happened, that first night when they were like, yo, we're going on lockdown. Like, Bob treated it like it was a zombie apocalypse. Like, sent me to ace hardware or some shit i i was installing eight cameras at the house like he, <laughs> oh, went, he thought it was done he thought it was done bro me and scotty who lived with him are getting gallons of water we had probably like a 500 water bottles bro <laughs> 15 pounds of brown that brown rice that you can buy by the pound yeah, yeah. like we we were never gonna be able to leave the house again like <laughs> that's crazy so yeah so he he uh he did stuff like that but yeah when, to answer your question yeah just like dude the best thing he does is network. Yeah. He's really good at networking for that first, you know, few weeks. Those people love him. And then some people, <laughs> <laughs> some people might get annoyed. Get him like, too well. Bro, like, we haven't really met. You hit me up all the time. But, yeah. uh, but at the end of the day, everybody loves Bob, bro. Yeah, you could tell. You could yeah, tell. He's, you he's his own personality, man. And even, like, with not giving a fuck, I feel like we've interviewed so many successful people. You mm -hmm. know, and, and a common thing that most of them say, I won't say all of them say, most of them is say you can't give a fuck. You can't. You can't give a fuck. No. Which is crazy, you know? And then, like, imagine telling that to, like, a 20-year-old, you know? Like, you want to be successful? Just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, people say all the time, dude, like, don't give a fuck what people think about you. Yeah. But so people, cliche. there's people out there that say, yo, I don't give a fuck. Those people give the most fucks, you know? Uh, but that's something, like, I had, I had to learn that quick, too. Like, because, dude, the internet's tough, bro. They'll say some nasty shit, and you just, like... Gotta just not give a fuck, and I think I think another problem is people take like the internet a little too seriously. Yeah, yeah. like we have to remember, like when when you're a part of something, like you're a part of now, right? Full send the podcast, the whole thing, Nelk, bro. You're talking about m tens of millions yeah. of people that are seeing yeah. this content, and you can't please everybody. Mm -hmm. And and probably a massive percent of those people fucking hate their lives and they're using they're using like bl like shit talking you and blasting you as a fucking way to make themselves feel well, better they also right? might be in the position you're in sure <laughs> well that yeah. then that's the other you can't blame them but it's like people will go the extent of like oh i'm gonna do a hate comment because i want to be this guy it's like, yeah i mean bro i i gotta be honest with you i yeah. before i even got into this i kind of was like that too because yeah. you the 
it's so crazy, but you just from Instagram, from YouTube, from whatever, you just see what they show you. Exactly. They're never they're never gonna show you any of the bad parts, right? It's always gonna be the dope stuff. Yeah. So and you have That's, huge experience with that too yeah. because Bob, Steve, like you've seen sure. it. You see behind the scenes and you see what the video looks like. Yeah. And I've also been like that where yeah. like maybe it looks like, you know, I'm having the best time, but deep down it's like, fuck man, like which, I'm miserable which is right tough, now. tough, bro. Yeah. So people, people is only, and I get that, like you see what you see and you're only, it's just going to like, some people are going to be like, fuck, like how lucky is that? Yeah. Look what you he's know? doing. He's yeah. But I can appreciate, yeah. I can appreciate that you're being honest because a lot of people won't say that. Yeah. No, I live the best life ever. Oh, this is the best. I travel here. I do this. I have this car. I have that. Sure. But like, yeah. How many? How many are actually going to be like, you had a shit day. You had a shit week. Yeah. Yo, this this fucked up. That fucked up. We did this and it was wrong. I did that and it was wrong. Right. So not not many people in your position. Yeah. That are living this type of lifestyle will actually be honest in that sense. I think right? when people be like, that's when 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 you become real online too, you start start showing like maybe you know not the best time or an L or something like that. That's when people start to relate. Yeah. When you're just showing the perfections, that's when they're like, oh, this must be too easy for him or he got lucky or some shit oh, like course, that. Oh, of course, yeah. Well, that's, dude, like I, I'm obviously very grateful and I love what I do a lot. But I'm saying there's just like a lot of situations where everybody's going through some shit. It's facts. You know? yeah. It's facts. Like, so if, if someone, if you're following someone and they're pissing you off because they're fucking at Burning Man or some shit and you're at the office, like I guarantee you there's some shit that that person's not too happy about, but he's never going to show you that. You yeah. Know? It's facts. So it's that's just not going to show you the hangover the next day. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Whatever else I got going on. That just fucking yeah. losing it. Um, so, so, how, so how do you make the transition now from Bob to working with Steve now? How does, yeah. that, how does that go down? Yeah. I've, I've talked about this a lot and people... I feel like I've said it so many times and people still don't even know, but... Yeah, to be honest, because we, we, we watched... Probably every podcast you've been on, all the all the all the raw talks and stuff like that. Oh, thanks. I don't I don't know if I don't know if there's been like a, a solid answer. So maybe you yeah. can give that today. I'll, I'll give you the solid answer right now. So all right, guys, we are back. I gotta give you some knowledge right now, okay? Everyone likes to work out. Everyone likes to get jacked. Everyone wants to have a nice chest, but no one wants to recover. And this is something I learned too. You know, you gotta recover, or the workout's not even worth it. You know. So this is what we got for you here: vanilla protein. This shit is amazing. As, as you can see, it's open. I carry this shit around with me all day because I'm just, I'm just drinking it. I need to recover all times. Can't be sore. And we got the BCAs, okay? This is one of my favorites. Um, you take this while you're working out. I like to do that at least. Mix it in with some water, you know? You rip a nice set, boom, take a sip. Set, sip. You guys can get these at supplements.co, all right? Use our code MBH15. Get yourself a little discount. Let's get back to the episode. Me and Bob, I was, I was a, at about a year with Bob at this point. Okay. And, uh, you know, me and Bob are like boys, but there is some stuff that gets frustrating sometimes. Like, you know, it's hard to explain, but when you spend that much time with somebody, like, it's not a normal job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I spent seven days a week, 24-7 with Bob. Like, we lived together. I still did anything he ever wanted. And so you get to a point where you know, you really want to just take off and, you know, you might have different opinions on what you want to do. Yeah. And so we're kind of at that point a little bit. Like we were running one of our podcasts. Um, so after Premier we did Zapped and that one was actually me, him and Scotty was our producer Sick. and he was also on the mic and he's you were a host on that one. Yeah. 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 I saw a couple of episodes. Yeah. You guys did like Tony Hawk and, fun, and like a couple bro. of dudes. Yeah. But we just didn't have like you full send and Nelk have a very unique situation where they just have a monster platform. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't quite have that. And we were trying to like have it take off and we finally had a way to make that happen. And we just disagreed on that. And so 
that kind of happened um, with me and Scott were on one page and Bob was on another, right? Okay. Fair. Which is okay, and shit happens. Yeah, yeah, it's but life. Bob goes out, gets fucking zapped, of course. I don't know how this happened, but he fucking talks to Kyle. Bob comes home, and he's like, yo, I'm going to uh, Abu Dhabi for the UFC in uh, three weeks. Okay. I was like, what do you mean you're going? Like, <laughs> What about me, bro? No, and he had a plus one, and he's like talking about taking this girl. And I was like, uh, okay. this is when me and him like started to get into it. And uh, I was like, Bob, like this is a big moment, big business opportunity yeah. for you. Like it's peak COVID. Dana's flying you guys out. No one's gone there. Like, I think you should take this a little more serious. Yeah. And so he was going to take me, him and the girl. <laughs> I didn't care really if he, if yeah, he yeah. took the girl, it's like whatever. But I just don't think like, you're not, you're not there for that. You know, you're not there. Yeah, to have you didn't have like, priority straight. This is really cool. Like you're going to Abu Dhabi peak COVID a week before the fight. So, you know, you're going to be doing stuff. Yeah. And then Khabib's fighting Justin Gaethje. That's yeah, huge. On Abu Dhabi fight fucking Island. Yeah. Fight Island. And I'm like, yeah. bro, this is a big fucking moment. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know. And so we lived with this other guy, right? Random dude, great friend of mine, random dude. Bob goes, yo, I'm going to take him instead of you. And I'm just like, dude, for what, bro? Yeah, like, like, why? And it just didn't make sense, but, like, he would just do shit like that. Okay. Like, he's, the, he's the man. I don't know. I never for, could figure out yeah. his. I just don't think that he ever thought, like, oh, yo, he would want to go to this. Like, Bob doesn't really think he that. He doesn't think that, yeah. Yeah. He's just like, yo, I'm going with the Nelp boys, whatever. Uh, and then he's like two weeks up two weeks prior to the trip he's like yo i don't have a passport <laughs> oh my god yeah. and you're like fucker I'm like what the fuck <laughs> yeah like this is something you say asap bro yeah. like it's peak covid and so he was like yo if you can get me a passport you can come with and so i just called everybody i knew someone helped me out we got an appointment you got a link on passports and then he got his passport <laughs> like you meet a lot of people bro crazy yeah, bro. i can yeah. imagine in you that lifestyle yeah and uh so we went flew somewhere got his passport and we were good to go. And then me, him, and the random, whose name is Garrett, who's a friend of mine, great dude, he came too. And, uh, You're just saying random because he didn't work with Bob. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he just yeah. wasn't on our team. So it was just, once again, yeah. like, bro, like, we're going, meet Dana White, Fight Island. Yeah. Like, let's make this more, like, professional B- business. Business, yeah. Like, there's a big opportunity that could come So you were actually being a good influence towards yeah. him. Yeah. Well, you see what the UFC partnership has done for Full Send and Elk and vice versa, right? Yeah. And you're like, whoa, thank God they went on that trip. Uh, so we flew out there, quarantined for like four days, and then we finally get there, and then Bob leaves. He's there for 18 hours and then leaves that day. Has a freak out and leaves. What do you mean okay. has a freak out? I still can't figure it out. Like, he just has freak outs. Like, he just wasn't comfortable being there, I think. Okay. Like, it was just such a, like, different country, and it's like a culture shock, maybe. But yeah, I was gonna say, cause I didn't it took see... us 18 hours to get there. <laughs> oh my god he's there for like less than that <laughs> oh my god, and flies bro. back bro yeah cause I was gonna say I didn't see I don't remember seeing him in the vid like he wasn't in the Nelk vid no cause he dipped before yeah fuck we weren't allowed to he dipped before we were allowed to see each other cause we had to quarantine the there quarantine, yeah. so we hadn't even seen each other yet Jesus Christ okay uh, so he just calls me he's like yo I'm gonna go back to Boston like you can come or you can stay it's up to you wow and uh at that point I was just like so over it I was like you know what I'm gonna stay bro of course, like, but what an opportunity. Yeah. And so I ended up staying and then I uh, hit it off with Steve like right away. How did you, <laughs> you, you guys like link up? Like how, how did how did the first well, interaction we were, go? <laughs> 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 just dying so I, I just, uh, dude, I, we, we, I started making like, like kind of like just joking around like content out of it. Like he would okay. be like, yo, I need a cigarette. Like can anybody get me one? And I just have a pack and like pull one out. 
and then just like light it for him and like that guaranteed would have a video of it and like i was fucking with bob yeah like being like yo like steve's the man like just fucking like, with see bob. what i see <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah like see whatever that. my guy needs i got him yeah and, and is bob I, seeing that at that time yeah <laughs> he, he he started like he was getting a little worried i think that he knew it was gonna happen but yeah. me and steve i remember we were on the back of the golf cart going back and i was like yo dude we we had just left a day club so we were like a little buzzing yeah and i was like y'all I'll, I'll fucking come work for you right now like yeah. i was like i and he didn't have anyone with him at that he point. didn't oh, so you pulled the fucking the uh the wolf of wall street like show me how much money you're making i'll quit my job i didn't right even now. need to see that i was just <laughs> like dude <laughs> i don't care what your situation is i'll come work for you right now okay and, and you knew about steve obviously before the yeah, yeah and and kyle like yeah. and i'd met them a couple times and um i just dude you i went out there and i just saw how focused they were yeah. Like, it's really crazy. Dialed, it's really crazy when you go. I'd never seen, I, I'd seen the vlogs, right? But I'd never seen them live, like, getting filmed. And behind like, the scenes vibe. Behind the scenes, right? And, like, I go out there and, like, I see how serious they take this shit. Like, that's what you wanted, though. That's what I, you're trying and, to get and, Bob and, and, to do. And, no, yeah. And it's yeah. just, like, immediately I was attracted to, like, what they were doing. I was you like, got to respect it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, whoa, why, why, can't, why am I not a part of something like this? Mm. Yeah. And so I had that co- talk with Steve, and he was like, we got to get Bob's, like, blessing. And me and Bob had a conversation probably like for forty minutes the night the night of. Yeah. And I just kinda like told him how I felt. And he was and in the beginning he just like was like, What the fuck? Like fuck you and then he came around and then he was one hundred percent supportive. Like he could he understood. He knew he was like, dude, I'm gonna be a little salty, like it sucks, like you're my guy, but I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he gave me his blessing and could not have been like more supportive about it. What do you think Steve saw in you from the from the jump? I think he just thought I was funny, yeah. to be honest. Like, me and him just kind of got along pretty well. Yeah. And um, also, like, Selena was doing her stuff. Like, she had just started her OnlyFans, which was popping off. Yeah. And so she needed help, too. Yeah. And I kind of, like, finessed the game a little bit and was like, yo, I, can, I know a lot about that shit. I can help you with it. Dope. And they're like, all right, that's great. And so I had to immediately call fucking... Like one of the <laughs> chicks that you sang out, Bob, that did OnlyFans, <laughs> and be like, "Yo, tell me everything up. you know. Like, what what is this shit about?" And so I started helping her out. Dope. Um, did that for like two months, okay. and her shit was going crazy, doing huge collabs, and then um, just like through me and Selena, just like worked a lot together, and then I started to like be around Steve more. Yeah. And uh, this was like a weird time in their relationship, and I like. So, you know, bullshit happens, whatever. Who knows? Yeah. And then me and Steve just, like, immediately, like... Like, he wanted a friend He, he hit me up, and he was like... Well, he was like, dude, like, I'm fucking gonna go crazy on my YouTube right now. And I just gave me some shit to do. And so we did the first few videos, and they went really well. And then me and him just, dude, grew, like, a huge bond and a great relationship. And we, we had the same goal. Like, it was like, yeah. yo, let's make this channel the biggest channel we can in the world. Yeah. Like, let's go fucking crazy. Yeah. And, like, uploading every week with, with just a three-man team is not easy, bro. I was going to say, man. And, you guys just had three. And at the scale we were doing I shit. was about to say, you guys, and, like, that was a time where, yeah, his channel was the fastest growing on YouTube. And everyone was waiting every fucking week. I'll test oh, it. Yeah. I was one of those people. We were. That was waiting every week to see what the fuck he did next. So for yeah. you to be a part of that in that moment, yeah, I can only imagine again being on the back end, seeing what really goes into these videos. Oh yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy, bro. And like, Steve's just so funny and to be around. Like, it just makes it. And dude, like, he also has this mentality where he's like, "I'm gonna do what I want," but everything he does is like really cool or like you know really funny, and he yeah. doesn't care. 
Is 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 he calculated? I have to ask. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. bro. Because oh, yeah. it seems very from the outside when like you're watching these videos, like, it seems like it's just improv. Improv, or yeah. that he's just. Oh, you're saying in that way? Yeah, I'm saying like I'm saying when it comes to like when it comes to those, like his those jokes? videos. Yeah, like I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you want, always wonder is it is it calculated to some extent? Is it just no? I think a, a lot of it's improv, or maybe he'll like think of something on the way, like yeah, while yeah, we're yeah. filming. I thought you meant in like what he does, like in terms of the content. Yeah, that that's calculated. Like when I'm saying like yeah. he knows how well that's going to do or what what this segment will do for the video this title will do like cool. he's calculated there he know he knows what he's doing yeah, bro how was the creative smart. side of that like coming up with the ideas and stuff like that was yeah. it all of you was it steve and then like you no it was a lot it was it was honestly all of us so Don't it's me alex alex di tomaso who's steve's yep. editor shout out alex shout the out go, alex the, go the best editor YouTube. on youtube yeah. Kills uh, it, bro. And the coolest fucking guy ever. Yeah. Me and him lived together, and then Steve lived above us when we moved to Miami. But we would just, all three of us would just come up with shit all the time. And, like, sometimes, you know, Alex would have a great idea. Sometimes I'd have a good idea. Sometimes, most of the time, Steve would have the best idea, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the way that I knew that he had the best idea, too, is he would call me or Alex and say, This is what we're filming. Be in the lobby in two minutes. Oh, and just like that, eh? Just like that. And he would know what he was going to do. Crazy and we would just go film it ASAP. Yeah. Or, like, I think about the first time we picked up Sugar Sean. Like, the first time we ever linked with him was the fucking craziest day. And I, he said, I was like, yo, what are we doing for this week's video? And he literally goes, bro, just trust me on this. I got this. So, we go pick up Sugar Sean O'Malley from the airport two hours later. And this is before Sugar had done any, like, he wasn't really popping content. Yet. Like, yeah. he, he was popping in the UFC, but he wasn't on that, like, content off, side. Off yeah. UFC, yeah. Yeah. And so, we go and pick him up. Start drinking with him in the Sprinter, and Bradley's there too. Straight to the six nine, played in a recreational baseball league, bro. Okay. He wore like a face mask, so you couldn't see who he was. Who he was. We just but we know, league. yeah, we knew who he was. <laughs> That's amazing. And he's playing like, you know, he's got like what I'm wearing right now, like an yeah. all black like sweatsuit, and then a face mask, so no one can identify him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so we go with Sugar Sean there, and uh, we go to his baseball game, and then go back. To the to the crib, and then we go to Timepiece Trading, who you guys have seen, yeah. who's come Neil. on the show. Yeah, shout out Neil, yeah, yeah. and uh, Steve goes absolutely crazy. He spends like a million bucks buying jewelry for everybody. Of course, buys me a Richard Millie, buys Alex a Richard Millie, and buys just everybody yeah, shit. And we're just insane. like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Was that on? the first time you saw him like spend that kind of money? Yeah, yeah, the first time, and it it was like it was crazy. Yeah, and like, but he got some sort of he gets like a. a a high off of doing that crazy shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. giving people shit. Like, he gets some sort of, like, just fascination about it mm-hmm. and seeing how people genuinely react to stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he gave... We had a fucking party at his place, and he's giving away jewelry, and we're filming it. There's a bunch of girls there, and there's this uh, tattoo artist there who's tattooing Sugar Sean. <laughs> what and a crazy vibe. Yeah, crazy vibe. And then Sugar go Or Steve goes and sits down. Sugar goes and sits down. And then six nines tattooing sugar. Yeah, saw that. Like, and there was a fucking party going on. And then were you like just in shock? Were you just dude? I'm just like, am I? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like that. That was probably the day that it really hit me. Like, yo, this is the craziest fucking day. Yeah, I was gonna say, is there any moment in this at this point when you're working with Steve where you're like, yo, this is really my life? Yeah, that that day for sure. That day, and because we went to the club after, had a great night, and then the next day. Six nine gave Steve his McLaren, and you're just like, Saw that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. all in one video. This happens. This is a span of like a day and a half. Oh my god! All this shit happens, and you're just like, what the fuck is it's this? So overwhelming. You're probably yeah. Like, well, it's overwhelming, but it's also just like, 
is this real? Yeah. Because yeah. it really feels fake at that point. Like, bro, I was in Colorado trying to get a job. <laughs> it's Seattle. And fucking Amazon like a year yeah. and a half ago. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. How long were you in uh, Miami for? I was in Miami for about uh, a year and a half. How was, how was that move yeah. for you? Like, how, yeah. how was that? How was just being So we were here at OC and um, we were crushing the videos. We really were. But you just kind of like, it felt limited in California, especially with COVID. And yeah. in Florida, South Florida, especially like. Doing their thing. COVID didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Steve also owned a place there. And he was just like, yo, I want to move to Miami. Or I think he probably said, we're moving to Miami. <laughs> yeah. And so like, right. me and Alex just fucking got the Sprinter and drove to Miami that night. Yeah. How, so, how, how did you like Miami? What, what was like your first I mean, dude, Miami was just crazy. Yeah. It, it really wasn't. It, it. I mean, it changed me completely as a person. <laughs> <laughs> how did it change you? How did it change it's just you? like, dude, you just moved down there and you feel a little more grounded here because we had the whole team here in OC yeah. and like, there's more people kind of like watching over you and stuff. And then there, it was just like whatever you want to <laughs> do whenever you want to do. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and so we started uh, going out a lot, like four or five nights a week for the first like <laughs> month and a half we were there. I and mean, it was really fun, but like we were also getting a video up every week. Yeah. And every video we were work, putting out yeah. was fucking taking off. Crushing it, yeah. So the move actually, moving to Miami was probably the, the best thing that we ever did. Yeah. I was going to say, what do you prefer? What Miami. Do you yeah. Same yeah. Though. Us too. We're, we're like that too. Miami, it's really yeah. fun. I mean, living there's very different than visiting there because there are a lot of distractions. It's very yeah. fast paced. Yeah. Like what you guys, if you go visit there, what you do in two, three days, people are doing 20 days a month. Yeah. yeah. Which is a lot to be doing something like that. <laughs> yeah. True. But um, I like the weather. There's obviously a lot of hot girls and yeah. like there's a lot to do. Yeah. yeah. Here's a very slow paced. So what I will tell you is like coming back from traveling, coming back here is a lot better. Yeah. yeah. You like get to relax. You get to relax, chill, like nothing's really like on your mind. Going back to Miami, you you go right back into it. Yeah. yeah. So go that, that was the difference. Heat. But going in. Miami really just, yeah, it was, it was great. And uh, <laughs> I think Miami is so inspirational, you know, like you go there and just like, man, like you're looking around, you're like, damn. Yeah, I mean, for sure, bro. <laughs> like, it's, and it's crazy. But it's also very foreign, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, people from Puerto Rico, from Mexico. Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's just very different. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, I fucking love Miami. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you're, you're working with Steve, okay? Now we have to ask you. Yeah. The fallout with Steve, okay? If it is a fallout. If you want to call it a fallout. Sure. We don't have to call it a call fallout. Call whatever you want. We can call it whatever <laughs> you want. Okay. <laughs> um what what starts to happen with Steven and, and when did you know that you wanted to kind of go full time with the pod? Yeah. Um I gotta think how long I was there at that point in Miami. It was probably like you were you were still with Steve but doing the pod, right? Like there was a Okay, moment yeah. Where so you were we came both. back we came back I think in December, early December and I th- I think that we came back because we were doing like a, a Christmas photo shoot yeah. for a Christmas drop. So we came back here and Kyle was like Hey, Steve, we're going to do an internal pod. And so it was going to be, I think, him, Salim, Bob, and Kyle. So Kyle, Salim, Steve, Bob. Okay. And um, Bob, I don't think, wanted to come down here. I think Salim was on that. But John, John had called me, too. And he was, dude, he was, like, the first huge supporter of me doing it. Really, eh? Just being on there, yeah. And because he, he used to listen to Zapped. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you were, so you he's were already heard you. So he's heard like the camaraderie with me and Bob. Cool. And I think Kyle listened to a couple too. So he was starting to like see it a little bit, but John really saw it. And they decided like, this is when Gabe was like getting his shots on the mic and shit. 
And so they were going to put Gabe on the mic, and John was like, yo, let's put fucking Steiny on there and see what happens. Yeah. And so he, it, it ended up being me, Gabe, Steve, and Kyle. And I just fucking roasted the fuck out of Gabe. For <laughs> yeah, a yeah, I remember that episode. I remember that episode. Yeah, you, guys, you guys went at it for a out of him. Yeah. It worked. It, it was fun, <laughs> and it worked. And then, but we also talked real shit with Kyle and Steve, and uh, people had a good response to it, and like like that I was on there, and I think that Kyle and John thought that there was potential to have me on there. Yeah. And then um, probably come, and Steve had no problem with it that time because it was like he was there and stuff. And so I, we went to Texas, did another internal episode, and then. And that was without Steve. That was with Steve. Okay, with Steve. Yeah, and it went really well again. And then there was a guest, and I, I fucking can't remember who. I, th- I want to say it was Candace Owens. It was, was the first Candace one I Owens, did. Yeah. And they went had, to Daily Wire. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. They had texted me. Kyle had texted me and been like, "Hey, bro, like, are you busy tomorrow? Uh, we do have an episode." And so I went and asked Steve. I was like, "Hey, they want me to do Candace Owens. Like, it's here. Do you mind if I fly there for the day?" And he was like, "No, go do it." And by the way, that episode, I feel like you were the most prepared. Yeah, bro. I yeah. watched that. You actually kind of knew what well, you were talking about. Like, and I mean, the other boys were just taking it from a different angle. Sure. But I feel like you actually approached <laughs> it from a more like political, you kind of had your shit set. I don't know, maybe well, it's your first time and you're like, I need to crush this. Yeah. Well, that's for sure what it was. Yeah. But yeah. like, I, I kind of looked at that. So that, that was my first big opportunity. And it's like, dude, that's an opportunity. Like if you do a shitty job, they're not going to have you back. Yeah, on you're board, done. Yeah, you're done. So I was like, yo, I'm going to be prepared and just fucking do the best I can. Crush it. And it went really well. Yeah. And, uh, and the comments, the comments show it because like we're, yeah. we're big. Like we'll we'll read comments of everything, our own videos, yeah, other people's. I'm sure we'll stop soon too. But man, people, people, like people show. I showed you love. I remember. Oh, yeah. people, people were loving like you being a third host. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It makes now. sense now, bro, me, because like you, you like in the pods that you were in at the beginning, even now, like it seemed like you had experience. Yeah, that's well, that's you did. Like we did. Like I didn't know that. So when why. I was doing Zap, Bob never prepared for anybody. Yeah, you know, he just was himself. He was just himself and like his funny guy. And then he kind of leaned on me to do like more of like the background. Who is this guy? Like detailed questions that have to do with their life or what they do for a living. Which is what you do now too. Like yeah, yeah, so that kind of prepped me a little bit. But uh, so we did Candace, and uh, I think after that, I can't. I think I was here in Cali, and we did Pauly D. Yeah, and it was another thing like yo, Salim or whoever they wanted couldn't be on the episode. Can you do it? And it went really well, and people started to like the relationship like of me and bob and like us going back and forth and then me kyle and bob just like doing the interview Mm -hmm. uh and at that point i just kind of knew like i think they're gonna start asking me to do more okay and uh it became really hard dude because i knew i was gonna have to make a big decision yeah for sure when did you first know that like you were gonna have to make a make a call i knew it because when we did joe burrow right we did joe burrow and we did a steve video the day before so we did Steve. I think it was the Walmart video where he beat beat out Shaq. Yeah, he just yes. spe- he bought it. Where yeah, yeah, he 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 beat his spending. It might have been that one, or it might have been the one before. But I just remember I fucking we did that video that whole day, and then I had to fly to Cincinnati to do Joe Burrow the next day at like six a.m. And you're like, I can't do. So it. I yeah. slept for maybe an hour and then went to go do Joe Burrow, and uh, we crushed Joe Burrow went really well, and then I just like. Steve had hit me up, and I just kind of, like, had a feeling, like, fuck. Like, if I'm Steve, and I, I have my guy, and I need him, and he's doing off doing a fucking podcast, yeah. I wouldn't be happy either. Like, yeah, that, yeah. that's just You were, like, living two lives at that point. Yeah, yeah, and that's how it is. And I really thought, I was like, yo, I can, uh, I can do this where once a week I'll go fly in, do the episode, fly out. 
but it's just not. It's not realistic. It's not realistic, bro. And like, and you would be like mentally drained, dude. Mentally drained, and then there will be that day where he wants to do something that day, and there's that conflict. Like, fuck, what do I choose? Yeah, right. And so uh, it was just a tough position. And after Joe Burrow, I just kind of knew and tried to get it, make it so I could do both, and that wasn't an option for either end. Yeah, yeah. And so I just told Steve. uh, he kind of honestly was just like more like something. yeah he knew something was up and he just kept telling me like oh just go do the podcast go do the podcast and yeah it just kind of happened just kind of like dude like is that a sad moment for you yeah it was really yeah. sad bro it was i i mean i remember i was in mexico this is actually when i knew the day of i was in mexico and i had to we were doing uh streaming in in cancun and they texted me and said well, we're doing dave Portnoy tomorrow <sighs> we need you there and you <laughs> cannot and miss that one no you can't miss it and the thing is is him and bob had had beef and I knew about it, so they wanted me to play that role of like ask about that. Yeah, you gotta fucking get under Portnoy's skin and get Bob and and Dave going. Yeah. So they kind of needed me for that role on that pod, and I had to tell Steve because I was going back a day before him. Yeah. And I just knew he was like, bro, what like? Yeah, make it's a happening decision too now. much. Yeah, now, yeah. just like make a decision. It was hard because people are always That's like, a dude, tough decision, dude. People are always like, dude, like how the fuck could you do that? Like, and it's just like. Dude, it's it's nobody really knows you, until they're in your no, position. No, they don't. Bro. And it's like it's like the podcast is crushing. They just did Donald Trump. Like it's going crazy. It's a big opportunity. And then uh, Steve's is a big opportunity too. Of and course. I love Steve as a person. Like you know that that's a guy that first really believed in me. Like Bob believed in me, but Steve took it to another level. Yeah. Gave yeah. me an opportunity that nobody else ever did. He really put you on the map. Yeah, like he did. You as as a hundred percent. Yeah. He changed my life completely. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's why it was so hard. For sure. Um. And so we had talked about it, and like at the end of the day, he was like, he get he he was like, whatever, like Business he got decision, it. Yeah, yeah he's like, dude, like, you do you, but like I'm gonna be focused on me, and you know, I think there's just times when you really gotta be like, I want to do what's gonna be best for me in my life, even if it hurts others. Sometimes. Even if it, yeah. yeah, and that's just the way it is, bro. You know, yeah. well, going back to not giving a fuck. It's and it was <laughs> so hard, dude, because with Steve, like, me and him were so close at that point. Like he wasn't yeah. only like my boss, but. Something I kind of developed with Bob too is you just become so fucking close. Well, you can to see people. it on on camera too. Yeah, like you can see it when you're watching the videos and stuff. Like these guys have a bond. Yeah, oh and, yeah, and well, you're with these guys every that's day. What I'm saying you spend so much time with them that you just naturally like become develop boys. something like that. You yeah. know. So you make the call. You have the chat with Steve, and you're like, okay, I'm on full send podcast now. He he actually pretty much made the decision for me. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow, because he just saw you not being able to make a decision. He's like, okay. he was just like, dude, like I could, I think he could tell that I wanted to do it, and you, you couldn't tell him like really, and I couldn't up. tell him because yeah. I was like, dude, there's got to be a way that I can do both. You didn't like, want to let him down. You, you want to, yeah, exactly. You want to like convince yourself, like, okay, there's a way to make it work. Yeah, and I had such a great relationship with Judd, who's on the LLC, and and Alex, who's yeah. the editor, like, because you go through something like that with three people, and you guys just like really grind every week yeah. you know so it's like am i i'm letting them down too type thing and it, it was dude it was really the hardest decision i read what well, we saw on camera like on the vlogs and stuff with like <clears throat> you know you and steve in the same spot and like people trying to be like oh like steve like look steinies here like try to say what like is that all real like is that i mean dude <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta remember like the internet's the internet of course yeah. like so you guys are feeding into it. Like, you guys yeah, are just feeding off. Yeah, yeah, I mean, me and Steve talk all the That's time. That's what I'm saying. You guys are, you guys are you boys. Know, like, yeah. he was in Orange County the other day, and, like, I wasn't here, but, like, we're in a group chat, like, yeah. making sure he's set up and shit, like, yeah. take yeah. care of my boy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so you make the jump. Now, now you're full time podcast. Is yeah. that is that what is that what your role is? Is that yeah? How you I mean, doing the Nelk videos too. Yeah, so. I mean, so you, you guys took a trip to Bali, Thailand. The other thing that was in the back of my head too is I really wanted to take because dude, being assistant, it's, it's hard. It's yeah. so yeah. much pressure, and you have. It doesn't matter if it's three a.m. on a Sunday, like. If somebody, if Steve, Bob, whoever, Kyle needs something, their person goes and gets it for him. Yeah. That's really dependent on who it is, but like Steve like does things differently. So I think he got used to me being like his, his with him at all times. And I just like wanted to take something to the next level. Wasn't sure what it was, like whether it was more of a like bigger role with the whole business of the LLC or more of a character. Yeah. But it just didn't seem like that was gonna escalate okay. at the time, and so that was kind of like a thing where I was like, I don't, I don't think I can do this for another two or three years because it's just a lot. Yeah, like keeping up with somebody else. And Steve travels like a motherfucker. Yeah, you know, it's a lot to do without leveling up. Like, yeah, in exactly. Any way. Yeah, and I think that I, I understand it, but I think that his vision was like, dude, you're gonna be like my right hand with me wherever, forever. Yeah, and I appreciate that, but. You, there's a point where it's like I want to do something m- more. Yeah, you you want to level up. Yeah. Well, sure, you're in always. that environment. You're seeing so many things. You're seeing so many successful people, and 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 you're and you're probably inspired by it. You're probably like, I want to do this too. Oh yeah. Oh right? yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's at that a, point you're probably it's funny because I always think about that. I was seeing the way that Steve lived life and like how he did shit, and part of me is like, fuck, I want to do some shit like that one day. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Bro, you can't yeah, you yeah. can't blame anyone for no. thinking that. Nah. No. It's a different. And world. He does stuff some type of way, but it's. He was does there, it was the there anything way. crazy that he asked you to do? Like, like, yeah. what's the like, what's the craziest thing? If you can even say it. Um. I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the way, the way your eyes were trying to go through like <laughs> your memories. Well, no, moments. I'm thinking, but one thing that he did ask me to do when he, the first time he fucked with me, and this was probably the first time he put me in the video, like this. I don't know if you guys saw this one, but we had just started hanging out with Six Nine, in Murder Murphy. Yeah. And we were scheduled to go to Cabo the next day. So we, we went out the night before, had a great time, and I and, and then we I woke up the next morning and Steve's calling me and I'm like, yo, what's good? And he's like, hey, uh, you gotta talk to Murder right now. And I was like, all right, sure. And he FaceTimes me and I'm like, yo, what's up? And he's like, yo, bro, uh, I got a little like record or history. I can't be seen with this shit. I saw this. And he shows me he had like, he didn't show me what it was, but he had like a, a prescription bottle, and he like throws that in there. Yeah. Throws in another one. Shows me, like, literally an airsoft gun. Yeah. Puts that in the bag. And I'm like, hey, why are you showing me this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, you have to wear this bag into Mexico. Holy fuck. Because we, we flew private. Yeah. And he's like, you got to you gotta wear this bag into Mexico and you got to walk in with this. Because like, I can't do it. At that point? <laughs> Obviously, Steve's not going to do it. And Danny, 6ix9ine, can't do it. Yeah. But we need to protect him. And then I need to bring this stuff for other reasons, right? Yeah. And that was the most stressed out I've ever been because <laughs> I didn't know them that well, like Six Nine or Murda. And Steve, at that point, I was like, "Fuck, he he would have me do anything." Yeah. You know? And I called John. I remember, and I was like, "Bro, I'm I don't know if this is like, am I supposed to do this? this? Like, is this required? <laughs> like, I'm freaking out right now." And he's like yeah. calling me, or he's playing along. I think Steve knew I was gonna call him, and he's like, "Yo, I don't have time for this. I'm dealing with all this shit right now. Like, don't waste my time with this." And then I hung figure up. it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember we pulled up to the airport, and. They had just fucked with me so much, and I was just like, fuck it, bro. Like, I'll do it. I don't care. Yeah. And they just gave me the backpack, and I just threw it over my shoulder. And That's so savage. Yeah, I walked savage, with the backpack, dude. and on the plane, like, I'm sweating, bro. 
Because I'm like, yo, you're either going to look like a hero or you're going to be so fucked. Yeah, <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, part of me was like, yo, if something does happen, I think Steve would like figure it out or like help you out. Get yeah, you out take of the, care of get it. Get out of trouble. Which is stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah that's fucked. That's completely stupid. Fucked, but yeah. you're, at that point, you're just like, I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. You, you had know, crazy I trust for it. him too. Yeah. yeah. And then when we were on the plane, you like, they said, yo, come over here. And they said, open the bag. And I was like, I honestly don't even want to see what's in there because I'm going to go through it anyway. And they're like, no, 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 open it up, open it up. And then I think that one of them just unzipped it. And they're like, and I looked in and there was nothing in there. And I was like, what the fuck? And I just started looking for it. And then they're like, dude, there's nothing in there, you idiot. Oh and I was just God. like, holy shit. A sigh shit. of relief for no, sure. It's huge, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the craziest like test slash thing they ever asked me to do. Yeah. But it was also them fucking with me. So. Fuck, bro, that, that's insane. Um, yeah. Listen, in, in terms of podcasting, obviously, you do have experience. I didn't even know about that, by the way. But I do like the way that you, you hold your own in a podcast and you ask tough questions at times and you are prepared. Yeah. So what does your preparation look like for a pod? Um, it depends on the guest. But for one, like, there's ones like Kodak, right? Yeah. And Co- I love rap culture and rap music. Follow all the Instagram pages, like follow all the music, albums, whatever is dropped. So those ones are a little easier. Yeah. And I'll just find out like where they come from, um, what, what they have working on. But I know a lot of their songs mm-hmm. and yeah. where they come from. It's easy to like really talk to them. And then with artists, you kind of notice you ask like it's very they're similar interviews yeah, yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. what's where you're touring next what's your favorite place to tour yeah you know like what's your favorite project you work on like shit like that yeah ones like elon and just random ones candace owens like it's where i really deep dive into of course and just it kind of goes like with my history major when i was in college all i had to do was research so True. i kind of just figured out how to like research and take what i have and just get like creative with it on asking questions yeah that's cool and so that's pretty much what i, I do came but full circle eh, the yeah history. <laughs> i gotta i gotta ask about elon though bro what yeah. was that like what was that like being in the room with stressful. a guy of that stature <laughs> stressful stressful right? for the first two days bro yeah? yeah yeah well like that's when i felt like it was in my college days like i'm fucking like watching any every interview he'd ever done yeah uh just reading up on anything that's relevant um but when we got that text, like, I just remember I started freaking out because I was like, fuck, like, we, we got to look good here, too. Yeah. Um, and then Kyle, too, like, we were watching YouTube videos on previous stuff that he had just done. Like, you know, he does a lot of things where he's speaking to crowds, like, yeah. informing them on what SpaceX is on. T- um, so we just watched all those. Yeah. And we knew, dude, like, we knew at the end of the day, like, we do things differently and, like, our goal was just like, yeah, let's just bro down with Elon. Mm. Like That's what you guys did. Yeah, let's just yeah. talk to him like he's like one of us. Yeah, we we're not we're not guys that are gonna go in there and talk about what engine is in each rocket and <laughs> yeah, get sophisticated. Yeah. We're not aero uh, space engineers. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We're gonna go in there and just like shoot the shit. And I think that we did that. We Yo, did he was a great job of he was executing comfortable. that. It, it, it looked like from the outside looking in, the first maybe. 10 minutes with him was kind of like yeah it was definitely awkward and i think well, well i think it was more of him trying to read the room sure right and i think if you're talking about calculated that dude is fucking calculated to, to the second it feels like oh yeah so i think he was just there trying to see like okay what's this vibe gonna be yeah and then once he understood the vibe then it just became like you said a bro down it was just like yeah you guys well, were shooting the shit you don't know what you're gonna expect that guy's in my opinion the well, he's the richest man, but I think he's, like, probably the most impressive human being in the yeah. world. Yeah. So you're sitting down with him, and you're just, like, 
it's you're intimidated because yeah, you're also like course. this guy's so much smarter than us like yeah. it's fucked and then you have i think you said that before million, you came on yeah like, and then you the have smartest guy tens of millions fucking people that are going to be judging you and like saying what they want yeah but, everything about like, about everything you say yeah, yeah exactly so it's tough but we just go in we went in there dude and like i thought we did a great job we got yeah. him to sit with us for three hours Crazy. we had a we had a basic conversation with him you want to go see him talk about the other shit than every youtube video you see with him yeah. they'll talk about that deep shit go watch yeah. that you yeah. want to see him get out of like his chill. comfort zone and yeah. chill with the boys which is crazy to think elon musk is even doing that yeah, yeah. then you'd watch the pod yeah so nice. i loved how it went bro like yeah. honestly i feel like after a pod like with elon like you could fucking you could fucking conquer the world you know like you're like i just talked to this yeah guy. i like, thought I that was gonna happen i thought my dms were gonna be crazy like <laughs> no but it's even no, like, none like of that happened. <laughs> it's like a different it's, like, it's not an easy thing to do like you said like you're, oh, you're no. prepping for two days like no yeah. one sees that part yeah everyone if, just I sees mean, you on the pot that, with him too his schedule so sporadic he gives you fucking 48 hours notice he's like yo this is when i can do it i'm gonna be here at this time yeah and so we just flew there and then we got, got to it, it done yeah how has it been like this is a, this kind of off topic but how's it been now being like really in the public eye how has that changed your life um it hasn't honestly changed much for me bro like yeah you might get like recognized in public sometimes but to be honest i i like doing this shit because it's fun and it's entertaining yeah and i don't really care for all the other shit like yeah. it's whatever you know what i'm saying yeah. like i appreciate the, i i like there's been a lot of people that supported me a lot like when i started the podcast that really like hit different for me. So mm. when I see stuff like that and support, that's different. But the public eye, like people are gonna say what they want. You just yeah. like I do it, dude. I do this shit because it's fun, it's entertaining, and like yeah. it's it's like special, bro. Yeah, it's very different. And as long need, as you like doing it, that's what yeah, matters, bro. I love doing it. And bro. I feel like you, like man, you're a part of. I'm gonna say history in a, in a sense. Yeah, like yeah. a lot yeah. of the shit that you're a part of, the pod, Nelk in general, full send the whole thing. Like people sure. are gonna look back on this as like. Bro, like you know what I mean, an empire in a way. Oh yeah, for sure. So, so the fact that you get to play a role in that, Steve, yeah, Bob, still all of them, yeah, right? It's like crazy, it's crazy, and 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 that's in the span of what five, six years, the whole thing. Three, three, yeah, less, Jesus, less, less, yeah, yeah, a little less than three. Yeah, it happened Damn. really quick, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's one thing I want to do too is try and be in the moment a little more because yeah. things go really quick. Yeah. Um, and then the public, I think too, is I think something that I've realized, bro, is just people. Like, with the Andrew Tate. We did Andrew Tate, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'll, I like to go on there and say some shit that might be so crazy. Controversial, yeah. Or just controversial to get that guy going. Yeah. yeah. To, like, because you got to provide entertainment, bro. Yes, like, yeah. I'll, I don't care being going on there and saying some crazy shit if Andrew Tate's going to give us a reaction that he's going to give us. Yeah. So, I think people take take that shit a little too serious They're like why would you like, ask that yeah, and they don't see like, the whole calculation no it. yeah. it's like bro like andrew tate got fired up when i said some shit like yeah. that like because i said something about like i'd rather sleep with a chick that had 50 bodies than yeah, yeah. Body. <laughs> oh i remember you said it was like <laughs> but bro was like wait what because that's absurd <laughs> yeah yeah and then he gets fired up and he's like you want a chick that had 50 dicks in her whatever he said yeah, right yeah, yeah. but that's what we want that's what yeah. you guys that's what i want is yeah. to see him go you, you got know? the clip. You got yeah. the clip. I feel like a lot of the crazy reactions from guests come from your questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's facts. Like, straight up. It's yeah. facts. Is, well, there, is there like a guest that you like really want to sit down with someone in the world that you're like, yo, I, I'd love to fucking have a pod with this guy or this girl? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple. I mean, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> I know yo. that's crazy, but like... You, yo, guys talked about it. you guys talked about it in the... It's like starting to fuck my head up because like I really want to do yo, it. I, I don't even think it's like impossible. Though. I don't either. Yeah. I think it's crazy to say that, but for some reason... I just don't think it's impossible, and I think that 
Everybody thought Elon was impossible. Trump did. Trump. Yeah. Like, Kim Jong-un is crazy. It would though. just be... But, and I'll tell you why. Because doing something like Elon is going to shock... Or like... You know, it'll shock the internet world in the country, but you do Kim Jong-un, like, oh. it's going to shock the world. The no, world. that'll shock the world. So it's something where it's, like, at a level of such craziness yeah. <laughs> that I would love to be a part of that and just feel like, whoa, I'm talking to Kim Jong-un, just to have that feeling, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like, yeah. it's weird, like, adrenaline, too. Bro, if you guys pull that off, like, like Kanye, even, that, yeah. Kanye, Kanye is cool, and I really do like Kanye, but he's not, like, a dream interview of no. mine. Like, no. I like, like, doing, like, a Larry David or, like, Howard Stern or, like... Mm. Just someone... You were amped about Kodak, though. Huh? You were amped about the Kodak. Yeah, well, Kodak, I I love Kodak. Yeah. Like, I love his music. I always have. So, that one was really cool for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, I mean, we've done guys like that, like Pauly D, even, where, like, Pauly D's a legend, and, like, he just turns out to be such a bro. Yeah. And you just get along with people, and and it's just a cool Mm. moment, dude. Yeah. How is it behind the scenes with, like, these, these people? Like, these are the top celebrities in the world you, you know? can really catch that vibe like with kodak like i kept joking like yo we're gonna stay here because i knew that once that interview was over it was get the fuck out of my <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a thing where you you, you joke about it but yeah. you can tell like you could tell in the first 10 15 minutes like yo they're gonna fuck with us after this yeah. or they're not going to i feel like that's the same we say that too yeah. right like, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Like, even with Caitlyn Jenner, like, I knew she was going to fuck with us after. I knew uh, Paul D was going to fuck with us after. But you could tell. You're, like, halfway through the interview, you're like, all right, cool. We're, like, actually friends now. More yeah. than just, like, this is an interview and we're out. We always say that, too. Like, you leave a podcast being friends with the person. Because, like, yeah. you that's just had a, an in-depth convo. That's one of the coolest things about it, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, we yeah. just did Nav. Yeah. After Nav, we went to the weekend concert, which ended early. Yeah. yeah. But we hung out with Nav the rest yeah. of the night. And he yeah, was yeah. such a bro and so yeah. cool. Like, yeah. he's a fucking, he's hilarious. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. hanging out with him like we knew him for five years. Sure. Yeah. Canadian boy. So yeah, it is. But you talked to him for an boy. hour. So it's yeah. nice to hear that these guys are humble, you know? Like, because, mm-hmm. like, it's obviously easy to get caught up in everything and just be a fucking dick, you know? I don't remember any guests that we've ever had on. That's what I was going to ask. Like, That's, was anyone, like, surprising to you? Be like, oh, like. I didn't get that I don't vibe. think so man Like yeah. everyone that we've ever Really done has been pretty cool and I think it's the way You guys approach it too Yeah you yeah. guys are good energy anyways And you guys are chill You guys yeah, get That's the goal Just to get this person Comfortable and like There's no pressure Like we're just yeah. there Shooting the shit Yeah, yeah So yeah. that's That's really what we do Yeah Do you ever um, We talked about I don't know if it was off cam But um, People's comments Mm-hmm. You stopped. You stopped looking. You stopped looking at comments. Oh, I mean, I was kind of joking, like, okay. but about that. But that, yeah. But people with, with the Steve do those thing, get to you? Do, does that shit get to you? I mean, I don't really care, bro. Yeah. Like because a lot of the thing too is like we're playing characters, bro. Yeah, yeah that's you know? true. Like yeah. people, I think, gotta understand that the Andrew Tates of the world, like us, like even though everything you see with us is really what you're getting. But there's a lot of things that are exaggerated a little bit. Of course. You know? Like, me and Gabe, like, we're not gay, bro. (laughs) That's a question we have, by the way. That's the only thing that gets in my head because I think that people are actually starting to think that me and Gabe are gay. Yeah. And we're not gay. But you still can't even give a fuck, you know? No, I I think it's funny, bro. Like, I play off that. Yeah. yeah, like that's why I like. It's like fuck it, you guys are like a TV show at the end of the day. It's like you can't get mad at a character on a TV show nah, or like, bro. you know. Or and I have to tell serious. you, like, th- the thing that I realized too is because yeah, there will be people like that shit on me, or whatever. But it's like, bro, I'm adding like whether you like me or not, it's more entertainment for you. Yeah, I mean, bro, what is it? What can like you sat down with like some of the top people in the world? At yeah, the end of the day, like, and then like Jake Paul like fucking tackling me, even though I was scared as fuck. Like, yeah, <laughs> people love that. Yeah. So it's how was that? How was that prank? Dude, it was fucked up because <laughs> I, I know what's up now. Yeah. Like, I'm not an idiot. I yeah. mean, I am. <laughs> like, like, were you like, like you, you felt, I don't know. I felt like you were sold on it. 
Okay, so we went to that party. Well, yeah. I wasn't going to go, bro. Like, okay. I didn't want to go out. I was okay. like, yo, I'm going to chill. And then Kyle got silent. And then somebody else started, like, talking, like, bro, you got to come. You got to come. So it, like, made me think, all right, whatever. Like, you really want to come, I'll come. So we went to Jake Paul's and then... Um, started getting Kyle, sauce, there. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was taking shots with Steve. Like, yeah. he came with us for the first time in a minute. And then... Um, Kyle kind of disappeared, didn't think much of it, thought like maybe he was talking to business with them or whatever. And then Julia Rose comes out and like her and her friend are just like so like way too aggressively like want to hang out with me. Where in the back of my head, I'm just like, yeah, okay, something's up. We got the camera going like, yeah, something's something's up. And so she just starts feeding me shots. Like, so we probably took like three shots in like a minute. (laughs) And I was pretty sauced at that point. And then (laughs) she got like super flirty. But I know what's up, bro. Like, yeah, I, know, yeah. I know something's good. And so I'll, like, fuck with Kyle and be like, yo, dude, like, you know, she wants me. I know she does. <laughs> you were killing me, bro, when yeah, you were yeah, saying that. that. Was you were yeah. killing me. And then she's trying to, like, change shirts with me, and she's in that crop top. And I'm like, yeah. yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then, but when Jake Paul tackled me and shit, then I was like, what is going on? But I'm also, like, pretty hammered. So I'm like, am I really hammered? Or, like, are they fucking with me? Or is yeah. this real? Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh no, it happened real quick, and then, you know, I knew that a- after it, like, dap didn't really dap him up, but I just knew, like, what they had done. Yeah. And I looked like an idiot, but then you're just like, all right, let's move on. Yeah, What's keep next? it rolling. What's yeah. the yeah. party? What's let's next? go. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. No, yeah. it was jokes. For the camera, it looked great. It looked real. I, I, I thought it was fucking jokes. Yeah, man. And you were killing me, but you're like, yo, I think she wants me. <laughs> yo, that was <laughs> this jokes. Guy that was jokes as fuck. Bro, yeah, it, bro. I mean, it's, it's fun to be, like, that idiot, to be yeah. honest. Play the part, yeah. Yeah, I like playing the part. It's fun. Part of the whole character thing. Yeah, exactly. All right, we got some questions from the audience. We got to oh, ask. Oh shit! This could get fun. <clears throat> one, two, three, four, about five. four, five, four, five. Do you guys pick the best ones, or how? Yeah. Do you, what's the yeah. selection process? We select them based on like you know what kind of reactions we can get from you. I think actually we got the <laughs> most questions for you, Yo, you, you than like, anybody. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hear these. I'm sure <laughs> well, there's, some, there's some obviously we didn't include. Yeah, but but, they're, but they're, overall, like, dude, a lot of people had questions. Um, so we got we got one question here. I don't know if you're a Trump fan or not, but mm. someone wants to know if you're going to be voting for Trump. If he runs again? Yeah. I mean, it depends. Is that your guy? I like Trump. Yeah? I, I mean, it's tough, bro, because I don't get too involved in politics. Yeah. But what I do get involved in on is what Trump has done for us. And he's done a lot for Full Send, from, for us, like yeah. for yeah. the elk. And... Um, to be honest with you, bro, like that Dana White relationship has changed my life. Yeah, it's changed a lot of people's lives, and him and Trump are boys, and I fucking rock with Dana. So, yeah. All right, talk about Dana, bit, actually. Talk about like that relationship with Dana, and like it's actually funny because something I should have mentioned is when we went to Abu Dhabi, and Bob had dipped. Dana came to my room, and he was like, "Yo, what's what's wrong with this guy? Like, is this real? Like, what the fuck is going on? Because yeah. he was so mind-blown, too. Yeah. So I would just leave. gave you guys this opportunity. And I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I have to ask you something. If you were me, would you go join Nelk, or would you stay with Bob? Wow. And he said, he literally said this. He goes, dude, these guys are fucking crushing it right now, and they're not showing any signs of slowing down. So Damn. I think you should rock with them. And you're talking about Dana White. I know, and he said this. that. You knew. There was no thought yeah. in my head after that. I didn't ask anybody else, and I said, yo, I'm committed to this. That's all the reassurance you need, Jeez. bro. So me, with Dana, like, because every time we see each other, it's, like, kind of funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we'll dap each other up, but then there's, like, that that sense of, like, this is hilarious. Cause, like, yeah, that I, we had that chat. Yeah, yeah, we had that chat. We went through, like, he went through the Bob shit, and now, like, he he's seen my, my whole 
story basically like the whole come from up. where he yeah from wow. where he took it to so damn okay shout out dana yeah shout out dana and then okay, i love okay. that guy man here's the next one here's the here's next a, one he's a pretty good one if you could go back to when you were steve's assistant and you had to when when you left steve would you change anything the way you handled that mm. yeah yeah probably i think i would have like just sat him down the thing with steve is he doesn't want to do that He's want to sit down. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't want to talk to He's me. Like, what's he gonna what the fuck's he want to talk to me yeah. for 15 minutes, like one-on-one for, you know? Yeah. But I think I would have just really sat down and weighed my options and had a definitive answer. Yeah. And just said, yo, Nelk, or Kyle, John, this is what I want to do. Yo, Steve, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And I think the other way I would have handled it is we have a guy right now who crushes. His name's Nelson, who helps Steve out. He is the fucking GOAT. But I would have just made sure that he had everything in place before where, you. Where, 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 when I did leave, that transition for him would be smoother. Yeah, That's he fair. was set up. We, we do have a guy who's good, but I want to make sure, like, yo, he has everything he needs before. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I would have done differently. Fair enough, bro. Okay, here's the next one. I got this. What's the dumbest thing you've bought or wasted money on? Um, it's <laughs> kind of hard. <laughs> you do it all the time. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, the dumbest thing, like. Definitely jewelry is the dumbest thing I've ever spent money yeah. on. Hundred percent. Yeah. And then just bottle service. Classic. Like, oh, bottle that's service a classic. Is list. Bottle that's service is the list. stupidest waste of money. You wake up in the morning like, yeah. where did that five it's grand just go? Waste of money. Fuck. And especially if you don't get laid that night, then it's an oh, even bigger a waste of money. Yeah. Big waste. <laughs> um, tell us about the behind the scenes of Steve's world record spending at Walmart. What was that experience like? Yeah, that that was crazy. That was. I think that was a video that uh, an idea he got from a fan, maybe, which is a great idea, great title. Yeah. So is we that knew, usual, like getting ideas from fans, like if they. No, it's really no. not. Okay. But I'll tell you the secret. That video was so great too because it was a one-day shoot. Like usually for Steve's videos, we would film three or four days okay. to complete one video. That's a video you get in one day, and that just makes it easier for everybody involved. Um, and so we went to Walmart, walked in there. We knew there was going to be an issue because you can't film in Walmart. Yeah. And so we went in there. I think I talked to the GM. I was like, yo, this, we need to make this happen. He's like, yo, my, my, the guy who's above me is about to come in. I think he'll be okay with it. And <laughs> you think so. Yeah. But like, we're also like, we don't have time to wait for that. Yeah. And so we go into the van and come back in the, the Walmart. And it keeps taking time, taking time. And then finally they're like, yo, it's not, it's not going to work. You got to go through corporate. And you just feel defeated because you knew you were going to get this video. And St- Steve is so fucking sick. Like, I had three cars from a car dealership that while people were spending the most in Walmart, he was bringing people out that he was giving away a car to. I remember that. Just, yeah. to, add, crazy. just to add craziness to the video and just add to the whole situation, which is, like, insane yeah. but also awesome. But uh, we go back in the van and we called Dana. And, bro, Dana was like, I got this. Five minutes later, get a call. Yo, you guys are good to go. Oh, my God. And so we walked into Walmart and just started filming. And basically, me, Selena, and someone else were just walking up to people being like, yo, go grab everything you can and get in line. Um, Steve's going to pay for you. <laughs> and people were like, what? It, it started out really, like, organized and calm. And then it got fucking crazy, When people found bro, out what was oh, happening. It got crazy. And it was really stressful. And I was feeling for the employees because you have like three lanes and you have people that are coming through, coming through. And then you have people that, you know, start to get a little greedy, right? Yeah, of course. And they're fucking 
in line about to pay and still going out and grabbing shit and grabbing shit and grabbing shit. And I used to give kids shit. Like, I didn't care. Like, there's a fucking kid that has five Xboxes. And I'm like, yo, one of those is for me or for somebody else. Because why are you buying five Xboxes? Yeah, what's the five Xboxes for? So that that, that stuff, it happens. But you kind of just got to roll with it. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, And Steve's goal is just like, I want to spend the most money. But you do start to see, like, families there that are like, fuck, like, Let's make sure they get taken care of. Yeah, and then there's a point. More. There's a point where you got to cut it off, right? Yeah. So there's 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 those people that might not get to the point of getting paid for. Wow. They have all this stuff. So that was the only thing that I would say was like a negative was just how do you tell people like hey like no more. Yeah. And then um, people taking advantage, but like at the end of the day, we beat the goal, and we made a lot of people happy, and it was. It was a crazy stressful video, but it was fucking aw- like it was no, dope. It crushed, yeah, no, crushed. It was crazy. It it was crushed. Crazed. Because dude, like at Walmart, you take a, a care of a lot of people who need it. Yeah, facts. so that's, that's true. That's the main thing. And then we gave three cars away to like three moms. I, I saw that. Yeah. So walking it was out, it was crazy. Yeah, didn't even expect it. Yeah, they already had like ten bags in their hand. Yeah, like, here's a car. I, I wish I do wish Shaq would respond. Would have yeah. responded like, I I don't know if he doesn't want to go spend that. You yeah, think he did, would? I, I thought he was gonna respond and be like. I got you. Yeah, I got you. We're like, yo, good for you. Or, yeah. yo, I'm going to go beat your nothing? record. No, which is, I was surprised by that. It's all good. We'll get him, Shaq. Come on, bro. Come on, Shaq. You want to ask this last one? All right. Well, no, there's also one after this. I think. Uh, what, is this a hard one to ask or something? No, 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 no. no. This, this one's, uh, I mean, you kind of spoke on it a little you bit, but tell us more about your bromance with Gabe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fans love it. I fucking hate Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, either I fucking hate Gabe or I fucking love him. It depends on the day because. There's the days where Gabe, like, Gabe's either, like, I'm doing something and he's fucking, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steiny's doing this, like, telling on me. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's snitch. <laughs> okay, okay. Gabe, okay. I'm calling you out. He's a snitch. But, uh, no, dude, we just started kind of, like, I just started fucking with him. Like, it's funny to me because, like, he is gay. Yeah. And so, yes. like, I like to, like, pretend, like, and fuck with him. And people yeah. are going to say, yo, you're not pretending. Well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but people are going to roast me. But, Dude, it's just fun to fuck with Gabe. Like, I don't know why I just get, like, some sort of, like, satisfaction out of it. And it's yeah. funny as fuck to me. And, like, for the people out there that are shitting on me, uh, Gabe has seen, like, Gabe, I have some girls. And Gabe's always, like, flirting with guys. And it's just funny to me, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, Gabe's, Gabe's never, like, he, he should have a guy, but he doesn't have a guy. And so I just kind of, like, fuck with him off that, too. Like, yeah. I'll post stories like, yo, there's zero chance Gabe pulls this dude. Like, shit like that. <laughs> yeah, like, it's yeah. funny, bro. But it adds to the storyline. It adds to the story, yeah. and then people are like, yo, you're jealous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you created this whole thing now, yeah. and it's just, it's just based off, like, no, you guys but just having some fun. He's, he's just one of my favorite people. He's by far, actually, my favorite person to do, like, Instagram shit with or TikTok shit and just yeah. fuck with. But I feel like even, like, when he, like you said, like, he's calling someone. He's, like, after having that chat with him, I feel like he has the best interest of of full send at all oh, times 100%. like it's crazy yeah. right 100%. so it's like even when he's doing that he's not even i don't even feel like he's trying to get at you he's just doing it for the old no, part of him that's trying to get at me yeah he's trying to get me yeah but no he 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 does have the best interest in gabe's been there when i've needed him so don't fuck with gabe hear, i got gabe's back we love even though gabe, he is a bitch ass i, I got <laughs> okay we got one more question I don't, I don't know if it's on here but i think selena had a question for you oh yeah selena? she did yeah she yeah. did she, she said ask him about when he used to be my assistant Oh yeah! Did she actually write that? Yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah, <laughs> and she actually oh, put a crying hilarious. face, like a laughing face. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I touched on you it a touched little on bit, a bit, yeah. But uh, damn, that's that's <laughs> th- those days are like two and a half, three years ago. I feel like, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. no, two years ago. Yeah, but working with Selena, Selena's really dope, dude. 
Yeah. She's cool as fuck. Like, yeah. And she is. And, like, she had something that was cool with her is we were doing, like, collab video or photo shoots with, like, Lana Rhodes, Riley Reed, Autumn Falls, like, just the biggest names, like, on OnlyFans and in the porn industry and shit. And uh, sh- there was a lot for me to figure out ASAP. Yeah. So Selena would, like, tell me what she wanted to do, and she'd be like, hey, let's do, like, a Christmas shoot. So I'd have to find that location, find the props, find out how to get in touch with Lana Rhodes. Because at that point, I was only two months in. So I didn't want to have to go to Kyle yeah. or Steve and be like, hey, I need your help with something. That was something where I was like, Fox. I can show you that I can just do this without you. Yeah. It, it might be a lot harder, but I'm going to get it done type thing. Um, but I had a great time with Selena, dude. Like, she was fun, funny. And, like, something about her, too, is she – people – there's a lot of people that are fake – and, like, especially when I, I think when it comes to girls. Yeah. But, like, she just keeps it so real. And, and you like, can tell. You can yeah. Tell. She keeps it so real with everybody. Yeah. Like, she's never going to, like, if she feels this type of way, you know about. you Like, yeah. you know it. Or uh, she just keeps it real. So are, are, are you surprised to see her crushing it now on no, YouTube? No, not at all. No? Yeah. No. She she always wanted to do that. Okay. We did, did Yeah, we did some stuff like that for, uh, we, we did a couple vlogs. We didn't end up airing them, but, like, I just, you can just tell, like. Yeah. You know, it helps too when like you're good looking and you're Steve Will Do It's girlfriend. <laughs> that gets you off. That gets you. That gets you off. Like, you know, starts you off pretty hot. But yeah. she also, she's funny. Yeah. And like, she's dope. Like Selena's yeah. a great person. So I'm, I'm stoked for her too. Sick. Her channel right, crushes you, right now. Happy she yeah. asked that to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Selena, we got your answer. We got yeah. the answer for you. Now give him the real one. All right, my bro. No. This is the final question. Don't break me, dude. No, no, no. This is the <laughs> no, easy no. one. This is the easy one. Well, I mean, this depends. is actually the easiest question we can ask. Where the NBH podcast money buys happiness. Wait, you- is this the end? This is it. This is the end. We're rapping? This is a wrap. This has been an hour and a half. Yeah, we've been snapping. Okay, good. Money buys happiness. Yeah. Do you believe money buys happiness? Um, I, I, I honestly don't. Okay. Explain. I'm going to tell you this. I think that, and I saw this, something like this the other day. There's two things, right? I think one thing in particular is that there's things around you that require money that's going to make your life a lot easier. Yeah. Like if you're making more money, your rent's easier, your bills are easier to pay. Everything around you in a way is affected by money. But I think more money, more fucking problems, bro. That's something that I've seen happen to people. And, you know, it just... I think money, when you start making real money, people start acting differently towards you. True. There's a lot of more, there's a lot of negatives. Yeah. Yeah. I think from a financial like standpoint, obviously life's going to be easier. Sure. Right. But I think that's a really real test to see who, who, who really fucks with you and who doesn't when you start getting money. And I don't, I don't think it buys you happiness, but I think it'll make your life easier. I think you'll be a lot happier if you have money than if you're, if you have nothing. Fair. Is that fair yeah. to say? Yeah. Speaking yeah, facts, yeah. bro. Straight we, up. We, we always say how you make it and what you do with it. Those yeah. are like the two big things. But you're right. No one's ever said like the things that come along with it, right? Like yeah. people, how they treat you now. Yeah, no, no one said things that. Change, no one's, no one's brought that up. That's crazy, yeah. but it's think, true. I've seen it happen, you know? And it really defines like you see you see who your real people are. Once, once you go on that, there's like a thing where it's like people are always around when they need you, but when you need them, where yeah. the fuck are where they? Where are they? It's facts. So, it's facts. Yeah. I'm sure you're a little happier to have some money, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's been better for sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> Come on, you know, bro. Look at the All right, bro. Yeah, no, it, it definitely makes life easier. But I think at that end goal of, like, you want to live a happy life, like, yeah. it's not going to be the thing that gets you there. Yeah, I could agree with that. 
I can yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Steins, bro. Bro, Thank how'd you, I do? Buddy. <laughs> you guys it, like this or no? No, that was killer. That was killer. Honestly, like, we appreciate it a lot. Yeah, yes. oh yeah. Yes, We've man. been seeing you kill it on the pod. Yeah. We've been watching you for a while. So like, yo, this has been this has been sick. Thanks for telling oh, your yeah. story. Yeah, appreciate that. Answering everything, you know? Um, and we got to do better than uh, your your pod with Brad. What Ooh. do you mean? Like, we got to get, get higher numbers. numbers. Although... One of them has no. I think one of them has a million views, which yeah, is yeah. which is hectic. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what did the second one have? It's like a four thirty or something. No, they're, they're the recent ones. That's the first time I ever went and told like my story at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This no, one was a way better version, yeah. way more in depth. <laughs> yes. Fuck Raw Talk. Fuck you, Bradley. You piece of shit. Pay me my thousand dollars. Man, yo, if you made it this far, make yes. sure you like subscribe. Throw a comment down there, please. Not a hate comment, but if it has to be a hate comment, we'll let still it take be. it. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll still it. take it. We will take it. Steiny, we yeah. love you, bro. Yo, thanks, yeah. guys. Thank appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. Yo, thank you. All right, let's go. And we are out. <laughs> <laughs>